Hey everybody, it's your scruffy yet somehow charming DM here. My name's Chris, and I just wanted to say thank you for tuning in to this episode of Party in Peril Villains. If this is your first time, welcome, but you might want to go back a few episodes and start with the very first episode of this campaign, otherwise you might be like, what the heck is going on? If this isn't your first time, you probably just want to get on with the episode. However, I do want to just remind everybody that if you're not already subscribed, make sure you go ahead and do that so you don't have to keep chasing all these episodes down every time a new one comes out. And also, because we haven't mentioned it in a while, if you support NerdSloth on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash NerdSloth, that makes a lot of sense. You get access to a really, really, really long bonus episode in which you can hear all of us in Party in Peril coming up with the characters, brainstorming a bunch of aspects of the world, and hear a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes stuff about the history of the world, the different kingdoms and cultures involved, and all kinds of really fun stuff. So if you're into that kind of thing and you want to support what we do or support any of the other shows on NerdSloth.com, consider a monthly donation. Once again, that's patreon.com slash nerdsloth. But let's get going with the episode. So where we last left off, the Hellmates had found the hiding place of the Razor's Edge Lords in a secret spooky looking tower full of magic with a weird door that they couldn't open. And the dagger that they possess kept telling them that they required blood, but they don't have the correct blood as pointed out by a flea named Frederick. Deciding to vacate before the Razor's Edge Lords get back, They journey into the Lucky Forest where they run into an old bugbear that gives them a little bit of helpful information and then asks them to never come back. Alright, let's cue the music. The world of Alluren, a land promising adventure, treasure, and glory at every turn for all the many, many heroes that inhabit it. From the far reaches of the frozen fjords to the sweltering jungles of Ishtka, opportunity awaits for all those brave enough to seek it. And, oh, wait, who are you? Wait, <coughs> However, we are not the heroes of this tale. So welcome to the Party in Peril Villains Campaign. <laughs> Are you guys still traveling to, to Hagrid? I think yeah, so, I think right? So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I am curious about that death hoof thing, but since he said it was out of the way, out of the way, yeah. too long on foot. Right. That'll be a later thing. And also, like deductive mind thinking, like the the solution to get into the razor's edge, like this door upstairs, likely wouldn't be something so far away. Yeah, I would think at most, like we might be able to get more information in that port city that he was talking about that he used to work at because maybe there's some at least taverns there or something that we could ask around and we could ask about the giants and orcs that attack noble thorn because i don't think we knew that you did know that oh we did you you learned it it was kind of a throwaway thing that nate let you know because that's because the the, that's how the breach happened yes that's how the it was crumbling on the side yes that that is what happened with the breach okay so you guys are heading back to uh you you keep walking you you enter um towards Tehegre. And um you pop open the the secret trap door. You start heading inside. Uh guys, I just had a thought. <laughs> what what oh, if Did you leave something back at the base? N- no. Um what if the razor's edge came back here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh my. But I don't think they're going to work. I'm sure they're going back home. Unless they're tracking us. Exactly. Well, we'll see. Okay. I, uh, we're damned I'm, if we do, damned if we don't. All right. Uh, you guys just go ahead. I'm going to linger. Okay. <laughs> so so you, you pop open the door, you go down the stairs, and you run into, of course, Chol guarding, guarding the entrance. Ah, we is returned. How is we today? Busy. That's quite uh, rude, Fly. <laughs> Joel, greetings. Have you managed to see the Razor's Edgelord rec- Edgelords recently? No. No Razor's Edgelords have reported in 
today. All right, fantastic. And I hope you and your family are doing well. We're going to go inside now. Chul misses his family, wishes they were not horribly slaughtered. So Waslow guesses they're not doing so well. Apologies. Not so well, no. This is why I don't socialize. <laughs> Joel, Joel stands aside and, and lets you uh, lets you all in. But a single tear falls from his eye. As <laughs> <laughs> you, you 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 can you can barely you can sense that him his bottom lip quivering a little as you walk. Back. <laughs> yeah, he sniffles sniffles a little bit. Um, as you uh, as you're walking in and you're passing through the entrance, you know, past like the the uh, the pillars with the 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 broken kind of statues and things that are kind of part of the entrance of um, the the underground portion there of Tehegre. Um You see, uh, Baffle kind of makes his way out of his little office there, and he's just like, "Oh, hello there, hellmates." Um, I do have a note from you from our um, hey, our steam bleeder Torthamad. He has a note for me that he wanted to pass on to you, as he has barred himself in his room and is not letting anybody in. He folded it into some sort of aerodynamic paper apparatus, which he threw out the door and hit me in the eye. And you can see one of his eyes is very squinty and a little puffy and, <laughs> and kind of watery. <laughs> Here you are. And Baffle hands the three of you a... Uh, a foul-smelling scratch uh, scrap of parchment that um, has been unfolded from um, what we would know as a paper airplane, um, <laughs> and a note is scrawled on it in some sort of bodily fluid, which is really suspect, and you're not sure what it is. <laughs> um, all you can make out is says walls quiet, find Assens suspicions me crossed out. Baffle, Bulgar, Chol, Craggle, Sethrax, R&D, all other companies. And he lists the other companies that work for Tehegre. Best goods for sell. Iron Grizzlies, Razor's Edge Lords, Yeeks. Those are the other companies. Find Assens. I don't think he can. Do, do you think he means Assassins? Uh, Waslow hopes not. Assens <laughs> is better. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't know what this is about. Um, as I said, I, I did not read your letter, but if there's something strange going on that that is being kept secret from villain resources, I feel that that might be a little inappropriate. Um, so if there's if there's something that you need help with, I mean, feel free to to share your grievances with me. I would love to be able to help you all. Baffle, are you in charge of Torith the Mad? Uh. uh no, Torith would be my superior. Then why do you care about a note that came directly from him and you think you should be involved? Well, I just, I care for the well-being of everyone here at Tehegre. Mm -hmm. Baffle, who is yes. the, who is the oldest creature in the dungeon? The oldest, well, that's quite a personal question there, uh, <laughs> young person, but... Uh, I, I say young person, but, you know, now that I think about it, hmm. Is it a prisoner or I, someone who works here? I suspect it would come down to either yourself, no offense, sorry about None that. None taken. Yourself or possibly, uh, hmm, it's a very good question. I'm not sure how old Craggle is, seeing how he's semi-made of rock, um, which is very hard to tell. Um, or possibly the uh, the Nothic that you all brought in, um, Zozo. Maybe one of those two. I'm not entirely sure. How old are you? Now, excuse me. <laughs> I, I happen to be in... Do I really need to disclose this information? Well, are you older than Lilith or not? Do you want a birthday party or not? <laughs> I would love a birthday party, yes. <laughs> I just didn't really want to disclose it. Fine. Can we just say that I'm 39? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> 39 is, the, is my answer, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> now, is there something I should be worried about? Do you need help with, with whatever's going on, or what do you need? Is there anything I can help you with at all? Nope. Oh, Waslow thinks we're good. Oh, okay. Well, you know where my office is, and he points at his office. 
It's right there. L- literally right there, that doorway. So if you do need help, <laughs> that's me. That's me right there. We Northern will keep resources. that in mind. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yes. Um, and then he turns around, trips over a rock, falls, knocks himself out. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. perfect. That was getting awkward. Let's go. Maybe. Shall we find Craggle or Zozo? Let's go find Zozo. They like us. You head over to the uh, the dungeons, uh, or not the dungeons, the uh, the cells um, where you know Zozo is working, and you pass by. Um, you pass along the the narrow kind of stairway and and pathway where there are no uh, walls separating like the the ledge that you're on from falling into the dark abyss until you reach where the cells are and you see zozo just kind of casually hanging out playing with some of the rusty chains oh hey everyone how's it going haven't seen y'all for quite a spell how you been doing surviving zozo surviving oh i feel that i feel that real good honey oh i'm right there with you what y'all been up to? No one would give Waslow their bones. Mm, Waslow no bones sad. for you. Mm, now that's a shame. Waslow, I would give you so many bones. I'm pretty sure I got some bones around here. And he, he starts just kind of digging around in some old corpses and stuff. Here you go. I got plenty of bones here. Do you want some of these bones? Yes, please. Yeah, just <laughs> take your pick. Take your pick, little one. Just grab some of these bones. He grabs the ripest bone and starts just gnawing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to figure something out. Do you know anything about this or this? And like, she reaches into the bag of holding and just pulls out the dagger and the book. Now, that's the dagger I gave y'all. Um, I mean, I told you, aside from it looking dope as hell, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought it looked pretty cool. I just found it. Uh, but it's pretty sweet, isn't it? I mean, I thought so. Do you not like it? Oh, no, we love it. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, Has the dagger ever spoken to you? Spoken to me? Nope. Uh, Y'all hearing voices or something? I don't I don't know if that's a good sign, honey. Uh you might want to talk to somebody about that. And preferably not more inanimate objects. We could be short on sugar. Short what does that mean? <laughs> Uh, our blood sugar is low. <laughs> oh, I got it. Oh, y'all got diabetes too. <laughs> Speaking of blood, can you hold the dagger <laughs> real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, um, sure. I mean, is this like a, a subtle way of trying to give me back that, that gift that I gave y'all? No, no, is no. That, we just, we just want to make sure it's not all in our heads. Oh, you want to see if, hmm. Now, hold up. Are you trying to put like some sort of curse on me as a practical joke? Is that what's up? We believe the dagger can tell us people's blood and their ancient times. Oh, well, that's that's weird. All right. As comical as it would be to curse a friend, we have no intention of doing so currently. Okay, yeah. But if you do curse someone, I want to be there to see it. That'd be funny. Oh, definitely. We'll okay, let you cool. know. All right, all right. So Zozo takes the dagger, and the the dagger says... Almost close, but not the right blood. What? I heard that. What? Why is it saying? He said I was close, but I ain't the right blood. What? It means your diabetes levels are good right now. Oh. Oh, is this, is, was I supposed to like poke my finger with it and put it on a strip or something? It's like a moving. To- it senses when you touch it. Oh, okay. Seems like you're healthy. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So, so have you encountered anyone as old as you or older? Oh, I'm I'm fairly young, to be honest. I ain't that old. As young as you. <laughs> uh, let me think. Well, let me see. Uh, well, I guess. Depending on, I, I, I mean, it, it, it's different for me. So, like, I was summoned. So, like, I was from a, a, a totally other plane. So, depend, my age is kind of, like, relative, really. So, to you guys, to y'all, I'm really only, like, maybe a few weeks old, to be honest. Uh, so, if y'all were to 
to uh, compare me to someone else, I'm I'm basically a baby. <laughs> what what realm are you from? Oh, you know, like uh, uh, one of the nine hails originally. I, I don't know what those are. <laughs> oh, it sucks. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was originally from one of the nine hails, brought into the underdark, then summoned straight into that uh, that little dungeon there. Wait, did you say you're in the underdark? Yeah, I was in the underdark for a little while. That was cool. It was much better there than the hails. How does one go to the underdark? I mean, I don't know. I was just I got summoned there. I don't know. I've been summoned a lot. Can you tell us anything about that book? The book, uh. I mean, it looks pretty underdark. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff down that underdark. It looks pretty similar. Like, it looks like it's it's got some uh, similar kind of features from other things I've seen there. I mean, that's for sure. Do you know how to open it? I mean, don't you just flip it? Flip the page? Are you able to open it? Like, she gives the book to him. Uh, He tries to open it, and it does not open for him. Now, ain't that a thing? Huh. All right, then. Well, I... Now I feel I feel sheepish. Okay. Well, uh, he hands the book back to you. <laughs> I I I I thought I was being cheeky, but uh, I guess it's not as easy as I thought it was. <laughs> I guess reading ain't for everybody. Yeah. Have you ever been summoned with other creatures such as yourself at the same time? Oh yeah, a bunch of us were summoned out of the nine hails into the underdark. A whole bunch of us. Where are your colleagues? Oh, I don't know. When I got summoned uh, from the Underdark into that dungeon y'all found me in, I was the only one that came there. Aside from that big old wormy thing that's in there, too, somewhere. Wait, the wormy thing was summoned with you? Oh, yeah. Hmm. We didn't talk much, though. He's kind of a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know his name? Nah, he didn't say. Hmm. And I don't want to make assumptions. I don't know it's a he. I I feel bad about that. I don't want to. I don't want to put that forward. <laughs> I I didn't make. I didn't make the. Uh, you know. I didn't ask. So okay. yeah. All I know is it's a wormy thing, with a beak wormy. and tentacles and nasty stuff. And he came from the nine hells as well. Oh yeah, a bunch of us. Maybe um they go. Do you know? Have you talked to Craigle at all? Oh, yeah! He's a fine fellow. Uh, real good listener, that Craggle. Do you know where he is? Oh, he's... I, I don't think I've ever seen him leave the bar, to be honest. He's always back there, you know, washing dishes and <laughs> pouring drinks and just listening to everyone talk talk his stony little ears off. Is he from the under Underdark, too? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I, I didn't see him down there. Okay, well, we... I think it's time we take our leave. Uh, we may go and visit Craggle, but we appreciate your assistance, Zozo. Okay, yeah, y'all come visit any time here. And uh, y'all find anyone for me to torture, you know, be sure to bring them back here. Uh, I keep running out of things to, to maim and rip flesh from and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, y'all find anything, let me know. I'd be, I'd be happy to strip the meat off the bones for you. Give you some more bones. Waslow may have a warg or two in mind, but he'll keep you updated. <laughs> okay, rock on. Thank you, Zozo. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Team, what do we think? We should go talk to Craggle. Uh, Waslow thinks we, we speak to Craggle first. Go through the whole dagger spiel. I test him for diabetes as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then if if that's a dead end, maybe the worm is the answer. Agree, I could use some ale. Although the worm, but Zozo still wasn't the answer, so I wonder if the worm would be on the same level. But it said he was close to the answer, so Ah, if that's the only other summons that we know of. All right, let's on to Craggle. (laughs) So we go to the bar. Okay, so you guys turn around and you head back along the the pathway, you know, steering clear of the, the edge so that nobody falls over the side into the infinite abyss of the inside of uh, the the cave system there. Um, we don't know that it's infinite, but nobody's, you know, no one's tried to, <laughs> to see how far down it goes. That's like sure. bottomless pits. Who's to say there's yeah. a bottomless pit? You don't know pit. if there's a bottom, bottom somewhere. You don't know if there's a bottom and you don't want to find out. 
Um, once you get back to the safety of actually having walls that you can lean against, you're a little bit more casual. Um, you come around to pillar, go through, um, you know, the, the rest of the hall there and into the break room past the Quevel board where you can see Craggle working behind the bar. Um, you can see a bunch of uh, kobolds over at one side with their, their weapons and stuff. It looks like they probably just got back from completing a Quevel because some of them are dotted with a little bit of blood and they are looking like they're having a good time, having a, a bunch of drinks. Um, you can see, again, a, a large ogre and an orc seated at the at the bar where Craggle just scoots a, a drink over to uh, the orc and a, basically half a barrel to the ogre who uh, takes it in one hand and gulps it down. And then he sees the, the three of you walk in and uh, he's like, Oh, there you go. How's it going, everybody? Haven't seen y'all for, for quite some time, not since I think your first day here. So, how's it been hanging? Down to the left? <laughs> That's just a little bartender joke there. We, we've been as well as, as, as can be expected, given the missions we've been on. But we do have some questions for you. Uh, go ahead. Would you mind holding this dagger? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I, I guess. Why, why am I holding this dagger? Also, I'll have some dirty tap water, please. Oh, sure thing. Uh, do you want me to hold the dagger first, or do you want the tap water first? Uh, dagger first is fine. Dagger first. All right. <laughs> he he uh, sticks his big hand out and takes the dagger, and the dagger says, This being does not have the blood required to pass. Um, well, right. I don't know if I'm supposed to be insulted by this thing, or... <laughs> What exactly is going on? But you can still get your dirty tap water. Uh, yes, Wazla would appreciate that. Yeah, sure thing. He goes and uh, he places the dagger back on the uh, um, the bar, and then he uh, turns around and starts getting some real, just muddy water. It's so gross. And then uh, sets it on the table and slides it over to you. Craggle, so what's all that about? Craggle, how young would you say you are? Oh, me. Oh, that's a that's a real good question. I actually don't really know. Um, the I just remember being awakened on top of a uh, I was perched atop a tower one day, and I just was suddenly awake, and uh, that's kind of all I remember. Now that was about hmm, say about fifty some odd years ago. Now I don't know if I was had any existence before then. That's just as much as I can remember. That doesn't mean I wasn't alive before that point. But being a gargoyle, I, I haven't really run into other gargoyles like myself. So it is what it is. I'm just happy to have some sentience. You got any mud coffee back there? Oh, yeah. I can get you some mud coffee. Yes. Here you go, little one. Thank you. Gets you some mud coffee. Uh, roll a d20 for me. 12. Yeah, plus one to perception <laughs> for the rest of the session. Okay, you and you get an inspiration point. <gasps> so, uh, what's all this about uh, blood and asking me about my my uh, age and all that? What's what's going on here, really? We'll tell you once we get it all figured out. <laughs> once you get it figured out, huh? It, it's a long story and a boring one. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm here to listen. That's kind of half my job, aside from serving drinks. I, I know it's not te technically my. Job description, but I am sort of the uh, dungeon therapist, if you will, <laughs> being a bartender here. So uh, if well, y'all need to, you know, talk or bounce any ideas off, I'm always here. Um, well, y'all, go ahead. Waslow will be open with you. We are currently seeking ancient blood for this dagger to assist us in unlocking a secret door. And we are unable to we and we are unable to discover where this blood is located, which is why we had you hold it to see if you were perhaps the one blessed with such blood. Oh, I see. Well, I've never actually bled, so I'm not even <laughs> sure if I have blood. So I mean, that could be a problem. And that's fair. Yeah, if if I could bleed, I mean, I'd I'd give you some. I I just don't really know. I mean, I'm got rock for skin. So that seems kind of a, I don't know, an obstacle, if you will. 
Um, so where you found a magic door? Where where is this door? Somewhere. Well, don't worry about that part. <laughs> the, the question we have is: Do you happen to know of an area where there may be a gathering of individuals who might have this ancient blood? So are we talking these individuals got to be old, or do they got to be descended from you know ancient beings of the world? That because, is a loaded question. Probably. I mean, because you're standing right next to one there with your uh, young T right there. Yeah. Young Ty? Am I saying that right? Fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> this is DM Chris saying, I don't remember how to pronounce that shit. <laughs> <laughs> young Ty, yeah, I, I think. Know. I'm pretty sure it's Young Ty. You're probably right. Yeah, Young Ty. I mean, Young Ty is a pretty ancient uh, bloodline. One of the most ancient. One of the primordial races. Well... The, the dagger did advise us that her blood was ancient, but still not appropriate. Hmm. Oh, there's another one sitting over here at the bar. The ogre over there, he's of the primordial race. One of them. Don't know if he'd be willing to give you any blood. Do, do you think he would be willing to hold the dagger for a second? I mean, we you could certainly ask him. Um, I just don't know that... Uh, uh, you might want to get on his good side first, if I'm being honest. Maybe we should just go up near to him with the dagger, because I don't. We shouldn't let too many people see this dagger. <laughs> All right, I think that's a good idea. So maybe just walk up to him with it and see if it responds to just being near him. Okay. Um, who's who's gonna do that? Who's got a good stealth? I have a plus three, but I'm also oh. large. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lynn has the best stealth for sure. You do have the best stealth. Okay. It's a, okay. I roll stealth. Yeah. Nine. Okay. It's because she's carrying a heavy dagger. <laughs> <laughs> you fly up behind this huge ogre sitting at the bar, and he, you notice that he's got one arm around the orc um, sitting next to him. He's kind of like rubbing his back a little bit. They're just kind of chilling and stuff straightens up a little bit in his chair and just slightly turns his head and catches you out of the corner of his eye and he's just like what is going on over here why are you coming at me with a dagger i thought you dropped it and i wanted to make sure that uh is it is it yours he takes his hand off of his companion's back and you see that like his hand itself is larger than your entire body and like the dagger is the size of his like almost the size of like his pinky and he's like does that dagger look like something I would be wielding maybe as a toothpick <laughs> oh it's a funny joke okay does the dagger say anything throughout this entire interaction uh not yet okay okay I know I'm intimidating because of my size. What do you really want? Uh, if you could just hold on to the dagger for a second while I... Yeah, just hold on to the dagger so I can, like, right myself and then be able to take it back to where, where I think I found it. The, uh, the orc sitting next to him is like, for what purpose? So that I can, like, fix my posture. Clearly, I was stumbling with this dagger. I'm very small, as you can see. This dagger is not exactly dagger-sized to a pixie. You want him to hold the dagger so you can fix your posture. That's it? Well, yeah. That, how does that make any sense? It doesn't have to make sense. I wasn't asking you. I am suspicious. Roll a uh, persuasion or uh, deception, deception, however you want to do it. I'm going to do deception. Okay. Yeah, 15. 15? Okay. And the big ogre is like, That's okay. Don't worry about it, honey. He says, talking to the, the orc. <laughs> and he stretches out his big, big, big hand. Toss the dagger in. There's obviously some other reason. But I will play along for now. So Lindley hefts it up and like sticks it on his finger. <laughs> the, the dagger says, This is not the blood you require to pass. All right. She like grabs it back. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Starts walking away. 
Nice to meet you. Uh, Len gets back. It's like, all right, so I'm not very agile with the dagger, but it's not, uh, he's not old enough. (laughs) (laughs) So is it worm time then? I I guess so. so. As you guys are, are talking, you're suddenly interrupted by a sound echoing through the dungeon, starting as a low hum before expanding outward as if enveloping the air. And Craggle says, That's a warning from Troll. That, that means enemies have infiltrated the dungeon somehow. And then the, the kobolds at the table just jump up and, and start like cheering and throw their, their beer glasses all over the place and scurry out of the, the room. The ogre and orc get up and do a large battle cry and storm away from the bar and just kind of position themselves at either side of the door to the break room. The dagger, you hear whisper a single word once again. Awaken. Maybe we uh, kind of go, we we follow to see maybe what the commotion is. I feel like who do, curiosity where, would get the better. Who do you want to follow? Like, where are you following? Uh, we're we're going to go out to where the, like the sound of the, where wherever the where do the kobolds go? The, the <laughs> kobolds? We, we, we follow the kobolds. <laughs> Lilith would just stick around and just kind of hang with Craggle and be like, not my business. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> has come to trust in what Lynn is doing because he knows <laughs> that, that she enjoys battling as much as he does. Okay. So he's just following along. Well, um, if you're staying here, might as well have a drink, huh? Craggle slides you a drink, Lilith. As Waslow's leaving, he's like, you can cover Waslow's charge. And he, he pats uh, Lilith on the shoulder as he runs off. And I'll just, uh, <laughs> with my bosom, I was like, yes, I will be paying for this in my way. Okay, sure. <laughs> and he runs off. <laughs> Len was already out the door and did not see any of this happen. Okay, so Len and Waslow are leaving the the relative safety of the break room. And they come out and they see a couple of the yeeks patrolling around the the area. They're just kind of excitedly walking around some of the halls and stuff of the the dungeon. Um, just kind of yipping as excitedly, you know, scraping some of their weapons together, looking around here and there. You see two of them right away just kind of patrolling around the area kind of outside of the bar area and like the entrance to where the cells would be. There's another one that's guarding sort of the area where you would go off to um, see Torith the Mad. So those areas are, are semi-covered at the moment. Hey, Kobolds, anybody got any idea what's going on? What what, what are we guarding? One of, one of the yeeks looks at you and excitedly goes, all right, good good information. I'm going to go find Troll. Good talk. Oh, uh, Len is just kind of assuming that, like, they said Troll was the one who set the alarm. So troll? she's. Troll? Yeah. Yeah. So she's looking for the one who. You just who keep set- calling him Troll. Yeah. <laughs> You've met him how many times that you just keep calling him Troll? I thought it was Troll. It's Troll. He's always been Troll. Is he a Troll? No. Oh. He's he's a hobgoblin. Oh. Troll. Oh, that, that poor man. That name is very misleading. That poor hobgoblin. <laughs> oh. She goes to find the hobgoblin. Oh, poor Joel. <laughs> he would be so sad to hear the fly talk about him as such. Well, maybe if he stopped calling her a fly, okay. Led would learn his name. All right. Well, you guys are, are walking along. You see two of the other yeeks, the, the kobolds. They're just kind of like between the area outside of like conference room C, passing by Boffle's office, and you're heading into the, the main entrance. And before you get there, you see a very injured Chol leaning against one of the pillars in the main entrance. He's bleeding from several wounds in his body, and he's got a very large gash on the side of his head that he's kind of covering with his hands. His axe is kind of like he's leaning, like using it to like prop himself up a little bit. Oh, the Wii is here. Some of the Wii. You hear Chol's message. You get help for Troll. 
Joel Waslow's acquaintance. What's wrong? <laughs> Joel was guarding entrance, very vigilant-like, and Joel heard noises, went to investigate, heard noise then behind, scare Joel. I mean, not scared, Joel not scared, you scared. Something stabbed Joel many, many time in back. Near kidney? What is kidney? Do you have a kidney? Joel not know this. <laughs> Something bopped Joel on back of head. Joel bleed. Joel go sleepy sleep. Joel wake up. Blow horn. Not sure how long Joel been sleepy sleep. You didn't see anything? Joel unsure what is in dungeon. But something in dungeon. Who's guarding the entrance now? Very good questions, this. All right, so something hit you, and we don't know. Somebody attacked you. Huh. I wonder if this is related to our super secret mission. Joel had hurt. Anyone have Vicodin? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Fine. <laughs> What's your guys' passive uh, perception? 13. 14. On the other side of Chol, you see a little bit of footprints. You you can get a sense that whoever attacked Chol, there's definitely more than one. I would probably try survival. Mine's plus two. Yeah, mine's only plus one, so I, I trust your survival skills. My whoever investigation is negative one, so I Ooh, imagine that won't, won't come out well, but I'll try. <laughs> okay. Well, a seven. A seven, okay. In in looking at these footprints, Waslo has discerned that there are more than one footprint. That's all. <laughs> Thanks, Waslo. Right, now I'm going to okay, see if I can track it. Okay, you can do survival. Sure. Yeah. How'd you do? Not going to be much more helpful. Six. Six? You are not able to see where those footprints are leading, unfortunately. Ibuprofen? Acetophetamine? Anything for troll. He's gone crazy. We need to put him down. Put him out of his misery. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know these. I don't know these words that you're you're speaking. I don't think I have anything that can help you. Can I give him one of our potions? If if you want to, sure. Give him one of your to. potions. Sorry, I'll give him one of my potions. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say I was trying not to give a potion. <laughs> Okay. I have nothing. I have nothing against Joel. He's trying to help us. Okay. You won't even friend him. Well, we're acquaintances. <laughs> acquaintances give each other potions. So you're giving you're giving up a, a potion to Troll? Well, I was trying to see how many we had. I don't know. You have three. Oh God. Your potion. My one potion. <laughs> Can I give him like a a half potion? <laughs> Just, no. <laughs> damn. You either give him uh, a potion or you don't give him a potion. Fine. I'll. Uh, hold on. Yeah, what would Waslo do? Waslo. WWW. Yeah, WWW. Okay, okay, here we go. So so Waslo picks up just an empty bottle, empty flask that he has in his bottomless sack. What is it called? It's the bottomless sack for now. The bag of holding. Bag of holding. Yeah, bottomless sack I like. So we're going to go... Uh, so he he picks up just an empty flask that's in there, and he fills it with just some dirty liquid he finds around, and he hands <laughs> it, and then he's like, uh, Joel, here, Waslo has the, the best secret potion that may look like muddy water, but is actually a uh, healing remedy. And he he gives it over. So I'm gonna. I'm, what I'm trying. What Waslo is trying to do is give him sort of sort of a placebo effect, so that maybe he feels better. All right. Let's do a. Um, Can I deceive him or? It, since you're going for a, pl I was gonna do a nature check, but since you're going for a placebo effect, <laughs> yeah, let's go with. Um, let's go with that. Go ahead and roll that. It's gonna say our deception. Yeah, it's gonna say, does Basil know what a placebo effect is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a twelve deception. Oh, okay, Chol drinks down the uh, just the dirty water. <laughs> Ooh, Joel think this may working. Joel feel little bit better. It, it's all part of the process. Joel appreciate this. Maybe warning on label in future 
about side effects. Chol, think, remember, smell of human, elf, dwarf, halfling. Well, which is it? Did they have a ring with them? Chol. <laughs> Chol makes the little peace sign with his hand. One does not simply enter Tehegrit. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chol sniffs the air once more. And- All four. I wonder if it was that Eladrin. Joel, no, not this. Hmm. But you said that it was at the entrance that all this happened? Joel, correct. Fly, correct. Joel, correct, fly. Yes. I don't need correcting. <laughs> See, yes. this is why I don't remember your name. What? Not remembered name? Name what? Okay, let's go to the entrance. You fly over to the entrance. I do. I fly over feet. to the entrance. Oh, so I'm in. Can I do an invest? Like, is there anything there worth noting? Like, should I investigate? Um, If you want to do an investigation, yes, you can. Go ahead. So investigate plus one. Eleven. Eleven. You find a piece of fabric. S- somebody's cloth got snagged coming down the entrance and a, a piece of their um, clothing got-, got torn off. And that piece of clothing just happens to have the um, sigil marking them as a hero of the seminary. <gasps> Eladrin. Go back over to Waslo. I think that Eladrin's here. When that Waslo, Lilith popped his eye out. Waslo is just uh, rubbing Chol's back a little bit, trying to add to that placebo effect. <laughs> right. There, there. Let it out. Let it out. <laughs> oh, oh, that was that was disgusting. Okay, keep it coming. All right, this is pleasant, but I'm going to see if I can find that. I'm going to go back and report to Lilith that the Eladrin is here. Chol thinks really need Surgeon General warning on label of this <laughs> substance in future. Are you pregnant? Sure. Are you coming with us or not, Chol? <laughs> Chol might as well. No more need guard door. Chol fail. Well, we can call it a failure so you guys gonna just go to uh, back to where lilith is or oh, what's, was, what's your plan that was len's plan because she's like okay. she, she knows well, what's waslo what's waslo's plan she knows we need backup <laughs> waslo's waslo sniffing he he's kind of subtly sniffing the vomit just to see what chol last ate because he's he's hungry and he's curious <laughs> um the last thing chol ate was uh well here do a uh perception roll for me Nine. Uh, Caesar salad with grilled chicken, um, <laughs> croutons. No tomatoes uh, in that salad. Like uh, no, like no baby tomatoes because he's not a big fan of it. Um, shredded Parmesan cheese. Extra black pepper. That was very specific for a nine. I can't yeah. imagine. I was going to say that was very specific. <laughs> there is that, or I'm just the, completely making it up in my head. Yeah. That might be what's happening. <laughs> Maybe I'm just craving those salads for some yeah. reason. You're just like, man, I really want one of those right now. With that good anchovies and the dressing Caesar. <laughs> and you're fairly sure it's from Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> you're like almost certain. Uh, those biscuits. You're craving a biscuit. Uh, you're craving a cheddar bay garlic, biscuit right now. Yummy mm. biscuit. Smells like Ooh. crimson crab or <laughs> something, some sort of colored crustacean. Right, bottomless shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> so on our way back, then she kind of like as we as we're heading back to Lilith, she looks into Boffle's um office. Okay. Um. So Wesley, are you gonna go with Lynn, or what's your plan? Yeah, he'll just follow her peeking in to see but he's always like behind her since he's he's a squishy boy and he knows it okay and then the the injured and also now vomiting troll is coming with you okay he's behind troll also then oh my goodness troll's a meat shield that much is true so lynn you peek into boffle's office and as you're looking around you see him like kind of up on the wall like clinging to it like a tree frog and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa. who's there Who's that? Wait, Ladin? Ladin, is that 
Is that you in there? Oh, thank goodness. Thank goodness somebody's here. Is 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 it all clear? Are are the uh the heroes defeated? Well, I'm, well, I'm happy to hear that my little pixie self is a comfort to you to protect you. Um, no, they're probably still here, so no, they're not gone. Oh, that's that's not good. Um, what did Wazzle, you see? Wazzle, will be honest with you, Buffle. We've seen no one and done nothing. I mean, we do pay you to do things. Could you um? Could you maybe take care of that for us? That would be fantastic. You know, maybe maybe we could probably throw you some uh, extra, you know, shines from the treasury if you could please take care of this uh, pest problem for us. That would be fantastic. As an added bonus, could you please throw in a red lobster of some sort? <laughs> a red lobster? Um, I mean, I... I don't know that we have those around here, but you've heard Waslow's demands. Yeah, gift card. Mike, what is a gift card? Figure it out. You're making an awful lot of demands here, but I, I you you're, know what? You're it's, sitting here hiding in your office. Technically, I'm not sitting. Technically, I am up on the wall. Um, <laughs> well, you're not moving. Perched, I think, might be the the best term. In fear. It would be fear, as you can see from the pee running down the wall here. Uh, so that is correct. <laughs> but you know, bullywugs, we scare easily. And I'm not ashamed to say that. You know, I shouldn't have to explain myself. Coward. <laughs> Waslow says that as he's like peeking from behind Joel. Like, <laughs> and then goes back into hiding. Did you see the elf? There's an elf? Oh, boy. Uh, I heard four distinct voices. And I uh, heard them snatch up a couple of our goblins and uh i scurried up my wall but that's uh that's as much as i heard i did hear some screaming down by r and d and some fighting so that doesn't bode very well but that's as much as i know oh sethrax uh okay well then we're gonna go we're leaving um okay uh good luck everybody I'll I'll be here holding yeah, down holding down the fort, you know, as they say. Yeah, I just don't pee yourself again. Yeah, when this is all over, feel free to bring me a towel. Nope. And do not forget the colored crustacean Waslow has requested. And the gift card. I want my biscuits. Waslow does a thing where he points at his eyes and then points at Baffle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Len's original plan was to go tell Lilith that the Elegen is here. But now she's actually slightly torn in a strangely out of character moment for her because she hears about R&D and wonders if Seth Rax is okay. Mm. She doesn't like that. She's wondering whether Seth Rax is okay, but it's still in her mind. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, before we before we move on with that, I do want to go and head back over to the break room so we can just check on, on Lilith and see what she's up to. Because um, she's hanging out there with with Craggle, and we got Volgrim and Jop down there, and Lilith's just been kind of hanging out, having a drink. I have been flirting with Craggle in order to pay our tab <laughs> in sexual favors, <laughs> so that okay. we can always L L have a free tab <laughs> anytime let's, we come in. All right, well let's let's try this. What's what's been your what's your line that you've tried to use on Craggle? Have you ever been wrapped up by an eight-foot-tall goddess? Uh, well, can't say that I've had. Uh, I haven't, I've done that. I feel like, uh, seeing how I'm a stone gargoyle, uh, that's somehow been granted life, that, um, you know, if such a thing were to happen, that I might crack. <laughs> and, uh, doesn't sound very fun, but, uh, I don't know. It is what it is, I guess. I don't know, why do you ask? I'd like to shed my skin and rub up all over your cracks. Is that like a, you know, dermatitis kind of thing? You know, they probably make creams for that. You know, I might have some stuff back here I could probably mix together, I'm sure, and maybe give you something to help the your skin from falling off there. It might uh, help you out. Is it is it because your skin gets dry or what's going on there? Yes. How would you like to lubricate me? Well, I could uh, maybe throw some mud, uh, some mud water together, maybe put a few extra herbs or something in that. You might be able to just, you know, rub some of that on yourself. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, 
do it a couple times a week and uh, just see if that helps helps out your skin a little bit. Um, but I mean, I ain't no no doctor. I'm just a humble, uh, you know, drink specialist over here. Mixologist is what some of the younger folk keep calling me. Never really heard that term much until, you know, this past year. But uh, I kind of like it. They don't see the value of something rock hard. I would love a mud bath by you. Yeah, sure. I got a couple extra barrels over here. I could probably just completely <laughs> uh, not know, getting it. Fill one of these things up um, and just you know stick it to the side, or you know I might be able to get Jop over there, that big fella. Once this is all over, maybe carry one of the one of those over to y'all's place or something. I think I think I heard you guys live in Nilo or Tower. It's not too far from here. Uh, you could fill me up anytime. Oh, so you want you're wanting to drink something like a tonic or something? Well, I'm I don't know thirsty. if that's gonna I'm be very great for you. Thirsty. Well, I can pour you another drink here. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> he pours you, he pours you an ale, slides it over, and he's like, "Here you are." Uh, I don't know that that's gonna help your skin. Um, in fact, it, I mean, it might be a little dehydrating to be honest. But um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. <laughs> so that's just been our continuous banter throughout. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been a bunch of this all back and forth the whole time. Yeah, yeah. While war is raging on in the <laughs> dungeon, I have my priorities straight. <laughs> if you would peek over your shoulder, you would see that Volgrim and Jop, who are guarding the doorway, are just kind of like shaking their heads, like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. We'll we'll go, <laughs> we'll go back over to the others. So, Lynn, you said you're a little concerned about Seth Rax now. Uh, yeah. <sighs> she she goes talk. She runs towards R and D. Okay, Waslo, are you going too, or? Yeah, he'll follow along. Yeah, let's go check this out. I think I I. They said that there is some fighting. Maybe there's still some action left. You uh you turn down the hallway. You come across. There is definitely one dead lizard folk in the the hallway of R and D. Chola immediately is just like. Joel had enough action for today. Going to go back to Baffle's office and wait with Baffle. So Joel pieces out. <laughs> oh. You find that this is actually Chaddix from R&D. He's slightly slumped towards a group of barrels and crates positioned along the wall on the right side. A knife wound to his hand and his throat slashed wide open. Very clean, and you can um, see that, yeah, blood is all over the place. He he met a very messy end, for sure. Each that, that didn't end well. Whew. Len keeps going, Wazla, I'm guess, assuming, follows. <laughs> yeah, Wazla's following along. He's just like, he's thinking to himself, though, Wazla wonders if lizard folk throats regenerate like their tails. That's what's going on in his head. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a fair thought. <laughs> uh... You uh, you stare at Weslo stares at the body for a while, and sees no threat regeneration occurring. <laughs> Continue on a little bit. About fifteen to twenty feet farther down, you see the body of Braddix slumped in the doorway of R and D, facing into the room away from the hallway, and you can see that uh, he is also very dead. He's got like a clean slice to his left hamstring, but then some rougher stabs to his lower back and his spine is severed. Are there any sounds in the hallway or is it like dead silent? Can we hear anything? You can do a uh, do a perception. Okay. Eight. I just suck at rolling today. <laughs> okay. You can hear just a, a little bit of something, like a little bit of whispering or something going on in actual R&D itself, which is the... Uh, the room to the right in which his body is kind of slumped in like slumped in the, the doorway she continues toward the sound you so you want to get, head into the the room yeah okay carefully waslo peeks in the doorway do you guys want to try to stealth or what do you want to do yeah i'll try to stealth yeah okay both you can stealth you can do you can group it and see i got a 16 okay i got 18 okay you both are able to stealth into the room. You get in there very quietly and are able to take a look around before 
anyone is able to attack, you see that the the rest of R&D, as well as uh, Bulgar, the dwarf from Financial, are all in there, weapons drawn, just kind of waiting. And Sethrax is in there along with the rest of R&D. And he's like, oh, oh, it's you two. Holy shit. I thought we were going down big time. How's it going, guys? Clearly our stealth has failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, we we didn't kill you, so, I mean, that's that's a good sign for you, right? What happened in here? Uh, well, uh, we, we heard some noises going on, and uh, a couple, uh, couple of our guys went out to check it out, uh, heard lots of stabby sounds, <laughs> and then... Uh, they didn't quite make it back. He went down fighting right there in the doorway there. And then we saw something small go running off farther into the hallway somewhere. I don't know exactly where it is, but whatever it was, it's still there somewhere. Waslow has one potentially more important question. Do lizard folks throats regenerate? Um, no, no, they, they don't. Uh, they just bleed. To be honest. Len is in the background just shaking her head. Wazla will keep that in the maybe pile. <laughs> so like, are you guys here to rescue us or like what's what's the deal? Are you guys gonna kill whatever's in here or what's going on? Wait, there's something in R and D? There there's something uh who's asking right now? Is it Len asking or is no, it's it me. a player character no, it's, asking it's, me? It's Rochelle. Player. Oh, Rochelle's asking. <laughs> I'm asking I don't the know DM. Who that is. <laughs> Oh, oh well, I don't. I don't uh, uh, well, Sethrax is talking. I don't know who DM is. Sethrax, you are not the DM. Who's DM? I've never <laughs> met DM. Is he a new guy? He's with Vicodin. Oh, Vicodin's <laughs> in here too. I, don't, I haven't met Vicodin either. <laughs> so you guys have just been waiting here for something else to show up. Uh, yeah, it's called strategy. Um, <laughs> I mean, if we wait here in the door, we figured once the thing comes to the door, we all stab it. Wait, so you weren't even fighting? Well, no. We're we're R&D. We're not fighters. Yeah, well, your lizard folk out there would say otherwise. She like Well, that's walk. and that's why they're dead. I she, mean, she just flies out and starts, "I'm going to go find whatever it was that was being fought by people who actually fight." Okay. She's kind of mad at the fact that Seth Rex, she was worried about him, but he was fine the whole time. I'll try perception. Okay, what do you want to do? Or, or roll. What, well, do you, what do you want to look for exactly? I'll look for whatever. If there's a sign of wherever some something went, so okay. we know where something went. Go ahead and roll. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, you can see that there were some bloody footprints left behind from the blood of that um, that corpse right there from that um, lizard folk that go farther down the hallway, but then loop back and end up going up behind the barrels on that left side of the hallway. And that's where they stop. She goes to investigate the barrels carefully. Okay. Waslow comes out to see what she's up to. 17. 17. Okay. You can see that between the cracks of the barrels, an eye in the shadows there just barely catching a hint of light so you know somebody is hiding behind those barrels. Thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril Villains, a podcast produced by Nerdsloth.com. If you had a good time, please just do us one little favor and share this episode or clip your favorite parts of the episode and share that with any friends, family, or on social media. And don't forget that you can impact our players and give them an edge by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which translates in-game as peril points, which they can use to purchase special items, including weapons or gadgets crafted by our Nerdsloth Patreon supporters. Many of the sound effects heard in the show were licensed from Sword Coast Soundscapes, so please visit swordcoastsoundscapes/bandcamp.com to hear all of their amazing ambient and background audio productions. And also a huge thank you to Atlas Music for providing the villain's theme song, Drop the Beat, My Lord. You can find even more of his fantastic modern-day fantasy mixes on YouTube or SongTrader. Love y'all, and roll those 20s! Presented by Nerdsloth, a place for lazy nerds.
If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.